Welcome to Fireside Stories. I'm Liz. And I'm Hanae. In our podcast, we talk about the Grimm Brothers' original fairy tale stories. In this episode, we will be talking about Snow White. A little about Snow White. It's a German fairy tale written by the Grimm Brothers. It was published in their Grimm's Fairy Tales in 1812. Their final revision of the story was completed in 1854. The original name was Schneewittchen, and named Tale 53 in the complete Grimm's Fairy Tales book. It was the middle of winter and the snowflakes were falling from the sky, and a queen sat at her window working on her embroidery. And as she worked, she pricked her finger, and three drops of blood fell on the snow. And when she saw how bright and red it looked, she said to herself, Oh, that I had a child as white as snow, as red as blood, and as black as the wood of the embroidery frame. Not very long after she had a daughter with skin as white as snow, lips as red as blood, and hair as black as ebony, and she was named Snow White. And when she was born, the queen died. After a year had gone by, the king took another wife, a beautiful woman, but proud and overbearing, and she could not bear to be surpassed in beauty by anyone. She had a magic looking glass, and she used to stand before it and look in it and say, Looking glass upon the wall, who is fairest of us all? And the looking glass would answer, You are fairest of them all. And she was content, for she knew the looking glass spoke the truth. Now Snow White was growing prettier and prettier, and when she was seven years old, she was as beautiful as day, far more so than the queen herself. So one day, when the queen went to a mirror and said, Looking glass upon the wall, who is fairest of us all? It answered, Queen, you are full fair, tis true, but Snow White fairer is than you. This gave the queen a great shock, and she became envious, and she hated her stepdaughter. And envy and pride, like ill weeds, grew in her heart higher every day until she had no peace day or night. She sent for a huntsman and said, Take the child out into the woods, so that I may set eyes on her no more. You must put her to death, and bring me your heart for a token. The huntsman agreed and led her away, but when he drew his cutlass to pierce Snow White's innocent heart, she began to weep and to say, Oh, dear huntsman, do not take my life. I will go away into the wild wood and never come home again. She was so lovely the huntsman had pity on her and said, Away with you then, poor child, for he thought the wild animals would be sure to devour her, and it was as if a stone had been rolled away from his heart when he spared to put her to death. Just at that moment a young wild boar came running by, so he caught and killed it, and taking out its heart, he brought it to the queen, and it was salted and cooked, and the stepmother ate it up, thinking that was the end of Snow White. Now, when Snow White found herself alone in the wild woods, she was scared, even of the leaves on the trees. Then she ran over the sharp stones and through the thorn bushes, and the wild animals were after her, but they did not harm her. She ran as long as she could until she came to a little house, and she went inside to rest. Everything there was very small, but as pretty and clean as possible. There stood a little table set with seven cups, plates, and silverware. By the wall stood seven little beds side by side, covered with clean white quilts. Snow White, being very hungry and thirsty, pulled her Goldilocks and fell asleep in the seventh bed. When it was quite dark, the masters of the house came home. They were seven dwarfs whose occupation was to dig underground among the mountains. When they had lit the seven candles and it was quite light in the little house, they saw that someone must have been in, as everything was not in the same order in which they left it. The first said, Who has been sitting in my little chair? The second one had said, who has been eating from my little plate? The third said, Who has been taking my little loaf? The fourth said, Who has been tasting my porridge? The fifth said, Who has been using my little fork? The sixth said, Who has been cutting with my little knife? The seventh said, Who has been drinking from my little cup? 
Then the dwarves, looking around, saw a hollow in their beds and cried, Someone has been on our beds! But when the seventh looked at his bed, he saw little Snow White lying there asleep. He told the others who came running, crying out their astonishment. Oh goodness, oh gracious, they cried. What beautiful child is this? They were so full of joy to see her that they did not wake her, but let her sleep. And the seventh dwarf slept with his comrades until the night had passed. When it was morning and Snow White awoke, she saw the seven dwarves and was very frightened. But they seemed quite friendly and asked her what her name was and how she came to be in their house. And she told them. Then the dwarf said, If you will keep our house for us, you may stay with us. With all my heart, said Snow White. The next morning they went to go dig for gold. In the evening when they came back, the supper was ready for them. All day Snow White was left alone. And always the dwarves warned her, Beware of your stepmother. She will soon know where you are. Let no one in. The queen, thinking she ate Snow White's heart, was sure she was now the fairest. And she came to a mirror and said, Looking glass upon the wall, who is fairest of us all? The glass answered, Queen, thou art of beauty rare, but Snow White living in the glen with seven little men is a thousand times so fair. She was angry and knew the huntsman lied to her, and Snow White was still alive. Envy left her restless as she thought of a plan to kill Snow White. The queen disguised herself as an old woman and made a poisoned lace. She traveled to the cottage where she knocked on the door. Snow White let her in without knowing it was her stepmother and let her lace her up. But the queen tied the lace so tight that Snow fell down as if she was dead. The dwarfs came home and found her and quickly cut the lace and Snow was able to breathe. The queen went to her mirror and asked, Looking glass upon the wall, who is fairest of us all? And I replied with Snow White. The queen disguised herself again and made a poisoned comb and went back to the cottage and knocked. Snow White was hesitant, but after seeing the comb, she let her in. The queen put the comb in and Snow fell to the ground as if dead. The dwarves found her and quickly took the comb out. The queen went to the mirror and asked who was fairest, and replied with Snow White. The queen once again disguised herself and made a poisoned apple, half white and half red, and went to the cottage and knocked. Snow White was not letting her in, but was finally convinced when the queen took a bite out of the non-poisoned side. So Snow took a bite and fell dead. The dwarves, when they came home in the evening, found Snow White lying on the ground dead. They lifted her up, sought if anything poisonous was to be found, cut her laces, combed her hair, washed her with water, but failed. The child was dead. Then they laid her on a bier, and sat all seven of them around it, and wept for three days. Then they would have buried her, but she still looked as if she was living, so they said, We cannot put her in the ground. And they made a coffin of clear glass, and laid her in it, and wrote in the golden letters upon it her name, and that she was a king's daughter. Then they sat the coffin out upon the mountain, and one of them always remained by it to watch. The birds came too, and mourned for Snow White, first an owl, then a raven, and lastly a dove. Now, for a while Snow White laid in the coffin and never changed, and looked as if she were asleep. One day a king's son rode through the wood and up to the dwarf's house. He saw the coffin and Snow White in it, and he read what was written in golden letters. He said to the dwarves, Let me have the coffin, and I will give you whatever you like. But the dwarves told him that they could not part with it, for all the gold in the world. But he said, I beseech you to give it to me, for I cannot live without looking upon Snow White. If you consent, I will bring you to great honor and care for you as if you were my brothers. When he spoke, the good little dwarves had pity upon him and gave him the coffin, and the king's son called his servants and bid them to carry it away. Now it happened that as they were going along, they stumbled over a bush, and the poison apple flew out. Snow White opened her eyes and threw up the cover of the coffin and sat up alive and well. Oh dear, where am I? cried she. The king's son answered, full of joy, 
you and you and me, and said all that had happened. He said, I would rather have you than anything in the world. Come with me to my father's castle, and you shall be my bride. Snow White agreed and went with him, and the wedding was held with pomp and great splendor. But Snow White's wicked stepmother was also invited to the feast, and when she had dressed herself in beautiful clothes, she went to her looking-glass and said, Looking-glass upon the wall, who is fairest of us all? The looking-glass answered, O queen, although you are beauty rare, the young bride is a thousand times more fair. She cursed and was filled with disappointment and anger. First she thought she would not go to the wedding, but when she felt she should have no peace until she went and saw the bride, and when she saw her, she recognized her for Snow White, and could not stir from the place of anger and terror. They had prepared red-hot iron shoes in which she had to dance until she fell dead. So that was the end of the Snow White story. And now we're going to be talking about how it differs from the Disney Snow White and this version. And one thing we love to talk about right now is how in the Grim Brothers story, she is seven when this happens. And in the Disney, she's 14. How is that not possible? <laughs> Why? I don't understand. Like, the prince was just like, hey, I want to marry this seven-year-old, and it doesn't even say how old he is. Exactly. I'm just like, well, well, but, okay, hold on one second. How old are you exactly? And the dwarves are like, oh, okay, you treat us as your brothers? Sure, you can have Snow White, because we feel pity for you. I'm just, and... Oh my god. And then they're like, in the Snow White Disney version, she's, the queen dies trying to kill the dwarves, like with the boulder. You know, she's like, has the stick wedged underneath it, and the lightning cracks breaking it, and she just like falls off the cliff. And then here they have her in red hot iron shoes, probably on coal to keep it hot, and she's forced to dance until she is dead. Oh my god. And then three times the queen tried to kill her. Where was the dad in all this? Plus, they're saying she, the queen's cruel for doing all this. But they put her in iron shoes and make her dance to her death. True. Like, like they're kind of being as cruel as she was to Snow exactly. White. So it just sounds like everybody's I mean, Snow White was seven. Snow White was seven. So... And she's the princess's, she's the princess, not a princess, yeah, whatever. But, yeah, I'm just like, oh my god. And it's like, the dwarves are like, I like one thing the dwarves is that how they didn't, like, immediately kick her out. They took pity upon her and treated her like family. They're like, well, if you'd like to stay here, you're gonna have to keep the house for us because... They're gone all day, yeah, working in like, the mines. Then they'll be up forever cooking and cleaning, you know. And so they have someone to help with that and, like, care for them as they did before. Which I like. I'm glad they weren't, like, angry. I'm sure they were a bit upset that she just, like, took some of the food, you know, and slept in the beds. But I'm sure they're like, yeah, we understand. So I'm just, that's the one thing. They're probably my favorite characters because they are so understanding about what's going on. And they like... Please be careful. Do not let anyone in under no circumstance. But, Do you I let mean, her? As a seven-year-old, she's going to let people in. I know. Like, yeah. That's the one thing I don't like. Yeah, let's just leave a seven-year-old. Like, ooh, clothes. Ooh, a comb. 
Oh, a pretty apple. apple. <laughs> yeah. Of course she's gonna take the things. Yeah, I love the Disney version of the dwarves, though. Especially Dopey and Grumpy. Grumpy loves her even though he doesn't like to admit it. Yeah. Uh, I miss them. I really need to watch it again. But yeah, I'm just like... Why are they so violent? Why is the, why the, like, all the Grimm Brothers stories, as you'll see in the future episodes, are so violent in the punishments of... I mean, I kind of understand, because... It's the 1800s. <laughs> in Disney stories, they just, they leave the people alive. They can just I mean, come back and die. attack them they again. They do die at the end. They yeah. kill Maleficent, they kill Ursula, they kill, uh... Evil Queen, Jafar, oh, basically every single one of them die. And so I'm just like, at least make it like that. At least they don't make it as a fast, quick way that they die. But then they have this and like, oh yeah, she has to dance for hours on hours until she like passes out from exhaustion and then basically dies. Yeah. From like overworking, like overdoing it. I'm just, yeah, that is cruel, man. I love the huntsman. He just... Okay, I'll take her out to the woods and kill her. She's like, no, don't kill me. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the wild animals will get to you later. It's fine. So yeah, I'm just like, what? You're a huntsman. That means you, you like killing things, but you won't kill her and you want the animals to kill her. And then he True, goes because then he won't feel guilt. Well, a baby should... little wild boar. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? Like that poor... Baby wild boar. I know. Wrong place. <laughs> Justice for all animals. That should be a hashtag trend on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, whatever, Tumblr. <laughs> that should definitely be it. But I feel like the lesson we definitely learned from this is um, karma, of course. Evil things will come back to you. And life is not all about beauty. It's care. It's compassion. It's being there for each other. It's all about experiencing things. And also, don't let strangers into your own home. <laughs> just like, especially if you're a little kid. Like, if I'm like gonna leave this little kid, I'll just be like, to one of my neighbors, be like, hey, do you like someone that I trust? Be like, hey, do you mind if you check in on her every once in a while, or can I have her stay with you, or can one of your kids come keep an eye on her? I mean, I understand, like, the dwarves lived in the middle of nowhere. And True. the only way they locked the door was putting wood in front of the door. Or, like, yeah, that, like, lever thing. Yeah. So. And so, obviously, she could unlock the door. But, I mean, nowadays, you can do lock and key and no one else can open it unless with the key. Or you just pick lock, pick it, you know. I feel like it is so much more convenient just to have that giant lever. Yeah. And then they have, like... That they had to, like, absolutely break down the door to... <laughs> that, not really. They would probably have, like... Probably... Yeah, yeah. How would that work? They probably would go through a window and slam the door, I guess. Or they would have someone waiting at home, like Snow White. Doors would be huge and, like, super thick wood. <laughs> Just imagine if we were in that time. You know? Uh... That would be so sad. If I was in the store, I'd be like, what, what is wrong with you, Snow White? 
you should know better than this. But then again, she's seven. Yeah. And she, that's the age when you start getting, con- your conscious starts, for, like, starts kind of, like, it's already forming, but it starts becoming clearer, you know, you're starting to learn rights from law, wrongs, that's how you pronounce the word. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like there were a lot of things that I was, like, so confused about why did they add this, you know, I'm just like, well, that's the 1800s for you, you know, all the authors from there, like the Green and Brothers, big fan. It's really hard to remember when... How, like, you thought when you were that age, because your yeah. brain just develops so much, you just can't remember yeah. it. Yeah, I'm just, like, I'm, like, a bit, I'm just a big fan of the Grimm Brothers. I love the stories, and it's so amazing, and there's even gore, and I, I will not watch any horror movies, but I do not, not mind gore. I mean, I love re- reading horror but I just, I don't like watching it. If I have I have to watch it, I would have to watch, like, a bunch of Disney movies or anime, like, princess movies. And still, I would be thinking of this dem- a demonic figure. And then, unless it's supernatural. I love supernatural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then we have, and, yeah, I'm just like, this... It's a great story, to, especially to teach kids how to, like, don't trust strangers, you know, yell stranger mm-hmm. danger kind of thing, especially in this in the world right now with the whole pandemic, a whole lot of things are going on, this, the whole protests all, all over, you know, with the Black Lives Matter, that was, that was happening, and there's a lot of things going on, and this, and even just in general, it's like, if you do not know someone, do not let them in, no matter what. Like, teach them a code of some sort, like, hey, just, what's the password? If someone, if, like, if someone were to come get you, I'll give them, tell them that I said this as a password, and they'll know that they were with me. Or just be, like, ask them, like, have them ask that person, what's the password? I think, that, like, that's what they should have done. Be like, but then again, I'm like, I'll be like, okay, I'll buy it, then just grab it and just, like, stick it in somewhere and never use it. If I was Snow White, I'd be like, okay, I'll take it and just hide it and just, like, bolt up the window that she was looking out of. I'd be like, bye-bye. When I was little and I saw the, this Disney movie, I was like, oh, so don't trust old ladies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It should be old men. My parents were like, no, don't trust anybody that you don't know. I'm like... Especially, nah, definitely especially just not old ladies. Especially old people. Don't <laughs> just old people. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just that's a the main lesson. Just like don't trust anybody, and probably a lot of people will just and like in this and like I feel like the prince just wants her for beauty. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't even get to know her. He exactly. Just, he's like, like two sec. He's like two seconds into meeting her. Will you marry me? Because I only want you by my side. Probably just for your face to show to show off. But you know what? Well, no, marry first me? he was all like, oh, she's dead in this coffin. But I want her. Didn't know she was going to come back to life all of a sudden. Then she just did. And he's like, oh, I can't live without you. Marry me. Yes, necrophilia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like, so- if someone just randomly asked me to marry him, like, I don't even know you. Like, pull it, pull a Elizabeth Bennett and go... 
Well, not slap because she didn't slap them, but... Like, I'm so distrusting of people. Like, I exactly. barely dated anybody. I'm exactly. I just close myself off, and I'm just like... I'm like, but I don't nah. trust you. <laughs> it's like, I want to trust someone, but I can't. And then does Snow is like, okay, I trust you. I trust you. Okay, I trust you too. Like, nowadays, you're just in school, and there's, like, so many, like, giant groups of peop- people and friends. And I'm like, I have one friend. I don't trust enough people to <laughs> call them my friends. Oh, that is, oh, I think that describes, like, a large percentage of people. Like, I I just don't like talking to people. I'm like, nah, I'd rather read a book yeah. than talk to you. That is so true. But yeah, then we have Snow White, he's like, oh my god, a human being! Do you want to come in? Now, if it's an older guy, that would be a different story. But, like, where's her dad in all this? And the entire thing. Where was her dad? He's like, why are you trying, like, why is he to the stepmother? Why are you trying to kill my daughter? The one that my w- first wife died giving birth to. You know, the one that she- we've been wishing for, for a long time. And he's just like, the only time we hear of him is like, yeah, he remarried a year later to a beautiful woman who was evil and wild. And that's it. Did he die? Did he, tr- was he traveling? And did he not notice that she was talking to a mirror? Yeah. Did he not notice how vile she was? Like, where is he in all this? Like, seriously, like, where, why is he not talking about his daughter and all that? Something is wrong, I feel. I feel like there's probably more to the story. Um, But who knows? We'll probably find out later. Or probably never at all. So, that's no white for ya. (laughs) Thank you for uh, listening to this Fireside Stories episode of Snow White. I hope you come for future episodes. (laughs) uh, Next episode, we'll be doing the Grand Brothers version of Cinderella, which probably most people are or have heard of. Especially with what happens with the stepsisters. That's wonderful. So see you next time. And hope you like it.